0: Welcome to the Zoo podcast for the second episode of our Rest and Digest. Toddy's got a tea, it's like the good old days. Welcome, mate.
1: Thanks for having me, Connor. No, actually, welcome <laughs> to our own podcast. Welcome <laughs> to you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's so good to be back. Um I really enjoyed the last time we did a Rest and Digest episode. Um for those who are new or haven't really heard what we're doing here, it's a quick 15-minute chat. We go through the last conversation that we recorded with a guest and it's really relaxed. We just get to Talk about the main takeaways from the last episode. Um, that last episode being a chat with Pat.
0: Yeah, um, and it was the second time we got to speak to Pat. Uh, the first time was was last year, and it was really interesting because we all were experiencing the same sort of emotions when we recorded last time. And what I really enjoyed seeing was seeing the contrast between our conversation last time and our conversation this time. Obviously, Pat discusses he was a little bit stressed and burnt out at that time and then seeing him now where he's talking about things such as Rosie's place and just the growth mindset that he's in now and just seeing the difference between those two those two conversations
1: yeah it was super cool it's the first time we've you know by chance interviewed someone twice with like a year between and um, it was you know the same old Pat but in a way so much had changed and the conversation was quite different to what we got the first time Um, And, yeah, I agree. It's so cool to see what he's doing now. And I think I said it at the end of the pod, but he seems to have really kind of narrowed his path a little bit more and brought in some things that really align with who he is, one of those being Rosie's Place, like what he's doing now with um, these small batch teas that invoke nostalgia and take you back to hopefully your version of Rosie's Place, which is, um, well, for Pat, it was his mom's house where everyone in Portland would stay after footy or after a night out and and she was that mom to the masses and um man it was so nice thinking about that like I remember in the podcast there was a moment where he brought it up and we were just kind of off with the fairies thinking back to our our childhood it's such a nice
0: feeling to to like think back to those nostalgic moments and experiences when I was listening back to the pod there was just this silence as soon as he brought it up and I think both of us just went into those memories that we we have of our own Rosie's places and if you haven't listened to that pod this podcast isn't going to make a lot of sense if you haven't listened to a chat with pat um so I would do that first but yeah i ju- it just automatically took me back to to some of those memories where where was where was your rosie's place mm. when you were growing up
1: yeah so there was a couple of things that i thought of one of them was um my, fir- my first friend i ever made in kindergarten um adam smith and my best mate growing up, his mom, Belinda, was, yeah, she was one of the first people I thought of when I was listening back to the pod. She was like, just that, like everything Pat described in Rosie would give you so much without expecting anything in return. Every time we rocked up to, you know, Adam's house, she would make a little snack or, um, you know, make dinner, just make you feel so welcome. And like, she was so interested in, in what you were up to and what you were doing. And even as we grew you know further apart as we got older and saw each other less like each time i went back to that house um yeah it was that same feeling welcome with open arms so um happy to see you and i yeah i feel like she really loved me like one of her own and it was it's so nice to think back to that um, the other thing is that cuz she was like my Aussie mom i felt mm. um, we you know i was born in poland and mom mom is as polish as they come and and like that's so beautiful in in its own way and like my childhood was very much revolved around a like a real polish house and um that also meant that it felt very different to like whenever i was in an australian family house and yeah belinda in particular just kind of cut through that um almost almost that like isolating feeling of this Mm. is different and this is not really like what my family does and maybe we're a little bit strange and just yeah just would always like welcome you in and make it so um so comforting so like I yeah gosh I appreciate it so much and it's uh, really nice to think back to that that time
0: when was the last time you were there
1: oh man probably high school yeah I don't think I've been back since high school I mean they moved um
0: yeah, it's just a memory. Mm. It's just a memory now. It's 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 wild to think that Belinda probably doesn't understand yep. or know. Not that she doesn't understand, but she doesn't know the the impact of her welcoming you in has had. That it still brings up these memories of of being you in a place that felt comfortable.
1: Yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like.
0: I don't. I don't know. I.
1: I don't really know if she does know at all. But it just felt like such a natural. I don't. I don't think she was doing anything. You know, out of the ordinary for her. That was just how she was. Mm. And um, yeah. It's crazy. Like really thinking about it now. I haven't put it that way. Uh, in the past where it was like, you know, and yeah, my Aussie family or like. But it's yeah, gosh. It's so it's so. I got like a lump in my throat
0: just thinking about it. It's so nice. Which is like. For even for your family or your parents, like that, like the facilitation of what it's like to be an Australian and an Australian kid, you wouldn't have known the impact and Mm. something you wouldn't have probably gotten by being at home.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like it's it's it was such a different household. Like I remember always noticing that when I went to friends' houses, it Mm. felt so different, and. Yeah, the reality was in many ti- like in many ways it felt um, like it felt isolating in a way because everyone's, everyone's house had this Aussie feel to mm. it and they behaved so differently to my family. But yeah, Belinda's house in particular was I, – I felt no shame around that. It was just very um, – yeah, it was so welcoming. So yeah, it's really nice. What about you? Did you have
0: a, a place that came to mind? when Pat was talking about Rosie's place? I think similar to you, I had a couple of places come to mind. Um, the first, I think we recorded with Pat, and then I've been thinking about this frequently since since we had that conversation. And there was just a, a nice reminder at lunch on Sunday just gone because we had uh, Steve and Julie, who I've known since I was six years old. So I... I met Steve and Julie through their son, Dylan, Mm -hmm. um, and we played football together from the age of six until I moved to Australia. And I spent every weekend, it was either I was at his house or he was at my house. After football, we'd go have a roast dinner, we'd play football in the streets, and then come back and watch movies together, play FIFA. Steve was always like trying to do stuff with us. And Julie on the other side was always cooking, always looking after us, always making sure we were okay. And we had lunch with them on on Sunday. And we're sitting there sharing stories about the times we all went camping together and because my parents were best friends with Steve and Julie. And you're just sitting there just thinking, wow, like you have had such an impact on my life. And I'm sitting here with you as a 27-year-old Like, you've seen me grow up. Like, and not only have you seen me, but you've influenced me to be the person that I am in ways that they don't actually understand. Like, the love they have for each other, and the humor that they have, and the love that they have for me. The genuine, the genuine love, concern, curiosity about what I'm doing. Uh, where I'm going, why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's, it's something that you expect from your own family, but to receive that from, from other people and then now to live in a whole different country um, with these guys and still have that connection, it's, it's
1: really, really incredible. Yeah, it's special to receive that from someone who doesn't, like it doesn't feel like it's obligated to get it from them, like no. your immediate family. Um, that's so nice. Do you, do they also get quite excited to have everyone around in the house again like, like it was, you know, when you guys were younger running around with Dylan?
0: Yeah, I think – so one of the things is that – so Dylan lives in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren, their oldest son, he's still in Liverpool. And Gabby's on a Europe trip at the moment. So it's the first time that Steve and Julie are very much, especially Julie, love – Love, love their kids. Like Julie's a – you know one of those mums that is like a – like they're all like Dylan's a mummy's mommy, boy. Like oh, yeah. it is – she's she's just got this way. And then to see her on Sunday with us and there's like me, my cousin, um, my brother, and we're all there and they're just lighting up with the fact that they've got this noise around them and they, they're with their kids that aren't their kids the kids that they've like watched their kids grow up with that are now sitting around a table with their partners, having a beer, enjoying dinner, telling their own stories, making each other laugh, singing songs. Yeah. It's I don't know, it's it's hard to put words to it. And I think that's why Rosie's place connected so much. Cause it's it's a nostalgia that is is hard to put words to. Because it evokes such a such a core emotional response that it's hard to describe. Yeah,
1: but at the same time, it feels very, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, Like unifying. I feel like you just know that everyone knows what you're kind of talking about and has a similar experience.
0: It Um, it would be interesting to like ask Maddie and the other partners around the table because there was a moment where I was like, hey are you understanding anything that's being said here because it's just a free-flowing no silence yep. scouse accent table but i i was belly laughing like Steve is the funniest person i've ever met i think you you might have seen him do the worm on my living room floor <laughs> um but he just captivates a room and then them together captivating a room and yeah, it would have been interesting to see the the partner's perspective of that around the table. Because even watching my mum light up at seeing us all connect, it's just a different yeah, I, a different
1: vibe. I think it's palpable. Like I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking to experiences where I'm in a house where you know that people have known each other for a really long time, or they they have memories in childhood, and you kind of just find yourself like sitting back and just watching from afar, like mm. you, like and it's not isolating, even though you know you don't connect with them on that level um it's so nice to watch people like uh, yeah one I love the I love the mom who like sees her kids back in the home again just Mm. um you know uh like you can see that joy so clearly and then yeah I think that kind of um dynamic is like it's really visible even if Mm. you don't understand what they're talking about all those personal jokes like go straight over your head um at least for me personally like I love being around that because yeah again hard to put words to it but you you understand that they've you just understand that that um i don't know the, the the core memories that connect people it's like it's so obvious yeah it's so nice man i could i feel like i could do this for days and it's similar to like when you catch up with friends from high school and mm-hmm. all you do is talk about the memories in the classroom or the you know there's no, the nostalgic moments like it's it's an addictive thing as a human and like yeah we haven't really covered any of the other amazing things that Pat talked about in his episode. Like, again, the nostalgia part of it really stuck out for me and, and obviously for you as well, Con. But, um, yeah, I do highly recommend that if you haven't listened to Pat's episode, you go and listen to the rest of the conversation that did, that did go into things like compassion fatigue, you know, his own mental health journey, um, even his relationship with exercise, body image. Like, he shared so much and he, he was, yeah, he was so authentic and, and, and vulnerable. So um that's only a small snippet of that conversation, but
0: man, it was good to go back down that 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 memory lane. Yeah, it was incredible. Um and we would love, love to hear other people's version of their home away from home or Rosie's place. Um so shoot us a DM on Instagram at the Zoop Network or email in a little voice memo of your rosie's place because i think it's one of those that we've all got um, and we we would love to hear hear from you so mate nicely rested and digested yet again and we'll see you again soon
1: sounds good bye